Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, before we do get into it, so you can make the choice to skip the story or not, totally up to you. Timestamps are always down in the description and along the timeline below, but it does contain mental health, schizophrenia, psychosis, delusions, death, and suicide. As I said, if you do want to skip, please feel free to do so. But now we're getting started. So the title of the story is Sister-in-law told my ex with schizophrenia the time and location of my baby shower. This story needs a lot of background to fully grasp how severe everything is. So buckle in. My ex-boyfriend Jake, 27 male, and I, 27 female, broke up a few years ago. We'd been together for over five years and we were thinking about marriage and buying a house together. In the last year of our relationship, everything fell apart. Long story short, he had a sudden psychotic episode and was placed in a mental health ward, mental health facility attached to the hospital. This is in Australia for your information. For his safety. Following this, his entire personality changed and he developed delusions, hallucinations and paranoia, which never went away. A large part of his paranoia revolved around me controlling people around him and thinking I was trying to make him look crazy. He also constantly accused me of cheating on him and told me many times that he hated me. He was let out of the hospital after some time and I took responsibility for him. This change in him was heartbreaking. He was eventually diagnosed with schizophrenia. I did everything I could to be there for him. I went to all his mental health appointments and stayed up at night to make sure he didn't leave the house alone. He was prone to wandering out at night but experiencing psychosis. Things became too much for me to handle. He became angry and his paranoia about me made it impossible to help him. He didn't trust me to be close to him, but at the same time, he didn't want me to leave his sight as he was convinced I was cheating. When he seemed to be doing a little better mentally, I broke up with him. I waited until I felt he would be okay on his own and helped organize for him to move back in with his parents. I was filled with guilt for that decision, but it was the right choice for me. I was struggling. For months, I received no love and was used as an emotional punching bag. I did my best. He wasn't the same person anymore and his resentment for me was intense. Obviously, this isn't the full breakdown of his mental health issues as a lot of the things he went through are very personal. I never blamed him for what happened, but I needed to be happy and did what I needed to. It was a messy breakup, but it went better than expected. We kept talking for a little while as friends. I think the entire time we kept in contact, he assumed we would get back together at some point. I continued helping him when I could. When I started a new relationship with my current partner, Sam, 30 male, Jake had a really bad psychotic episode and threatened both of us. He accused me of cheating on him with Sam before we broke up, which makes no sense as I met Sam after we had broken up and sent both of us intense messages. I managed to contact Jake's family who got him the help he needed. 
Following this, I cut all contact with Jake. It was obvious that we couldn't maintain a friendship anymore. The only slight connection I have to Jake is my brother's girlfriend, Jess, 29 female. Her and Jake have been friends for years and have maintained their friendship. She knows the entire background to our relationship and never chose sides. I would say I am close with her. We've always been friendly. It always made me happy to know that Jake still had a good friend to confide in. Shift forward to March 2022. I got pregnant with Sam's baby in January and was three months pregnant. I had just told my family and close friends about the pregnancy. I told everyone to keep it quiet as I didn't feel ready to publicly announce it. I was incredibly emotional, nauseous and in no state to deal with any potential fallout at that point. Less than 24 hours passed after telling my side of the family and I received a phone call from Jake. It found out I was pregnant and left a voicemail saying he would be filing for custody of the baby. Obviously, he was in a psychotic episode so I ignored his calls and let his family know that he had reached out to me. By this point, it had been over a year since we had even spoken. He has no idea where I live or work so I'm not worried about him showing up physically to confront me. I knew the only way he could have found out would have been through Jess. I called and confronted her about it and she admitted to it. She was extremely apologetic and said she didn't think it would matter. She thought he would be fine with the news and said he deserved to know. I was upset by this but I hadn't explicitly told her not to tell Jake so it could have just been a mistake. Even though I told her to tell no one, I bit my tongue to keep the peace. I forgave her but made it very clear that she shouldn't tell Jake any more information about me or the baby she agreed it wouldn't ever happen again. I didn't hear anything from Jake for months. Last weekend was my baby shower. Sam and I had the baby shower together. It was more of a party than a traditional baby shower. We had a function room at a bar and invited 80 people to come celebrate. We were all having a great time until I saw Jake standing at the bar, looking around. I managed to slip away without him seeing me and grab security to get him escorted out. The area had been roped off for us as a private function, so I simply told them he hadn't been invited. I watched the security approach him and asked him to leave. He was furious and started yelling, demanding to talk to me before he would leave. Sam and several friends went over to him to try and talk him down, but it only escalated. He screamed at Sam, claimed that he was the baby's real dad and that we had never really broken up. At this point, I left to hide in the ladies' room until my mum came to let me know Jake was gone. It eventually left after a little more screaming. I was mortified and we cut the baby shower short. I couldn't stop crying. It's now been a few days and I confronted Jess. She is the only person who would have possibly told him the location and time of the baby shower. I wasn't as kind on the phone with her this time. She admitted telling him and apologized but said, how could I keep this a secret from him? I was furious and told her that she would no longer receive any news about me or the baby and that I would cut her out of my life. I'm not proud of it, but I screamed at her. I couldn't believe how irresponsible she had been. It wasn't her news to share. My brother called me after and asked me to forgive her. He knew she was wrong, but he didn't think he should also be punished for what she had done. He knew that by cutting her out, I also wouldn't be telling her any news about the baby. In part, he thought I should blame Jake for his reaction and not Jess. As she hadn't known he would show up. Damage was already done and I should let it go. I honestly don't blame Jake for what happened. He is mentally ill and needs help. It's not his fault and I know he will regret all of this when he comes back to a more clear headspace. I told his family what happened and they told me he was readmitted to the mental health ward. 
He had threatened to harm himself if he wasn't allowed to see my baby. Regardless whether I think he is at fault, I definitely don't feel safe with Jake now. I have a child to think about and him thinking it is somehow his is pretty scary. I haven't budged with Jess or my brother. My family all think I should forgive her so my brother can meet his niece slash nephew. We don't know the sex. But I just can't trust her. She already broke my trust once and I'm furious. I could have been hurt if Jake had confronted me at the shower. So many things could have gone wrong. I don't know what to do. I'm heartbroken that my brother may not get to meet this baby for a while. But I'm scared that she could tell Jake information about the baby that could put us in danger. My parents and other family members have all agreed not to tell Jess or my brother any information about the baby upon threat of also being cut out. I just don't know how long I can feasibly cut them out before I crack. Sam is obviously on my side with all of this. If it wasn't for him, I'd be in a much worse state. Any advice would be appreciated. I'm finding that hard to stick to my guns on this and worry that news will leak to Jess from other family members. My parents were particularly hesitant to promise not to tell my brother when the baby is born. Wow, what a situation Opie is in. And my first thought is you need to prioritize your safety and the safety of your baby first and foremost. I can't imagine the stress and feelings you're going through dealing with someone with a severe mental health issue. So like I said, you need to prioritize your family and cut out people like Jess, who's likely to leak information, especially your location and things like that, and keep feeding Jake this information so he's turned up places and creating a danger to you. And I think the same goes for anyone who chooses to leak information out. I'd really like to know what is going through Jess's head in this situation to think that's the right thing to do, telling him this information in the state that he's in. And fair play to you for your compassion towards Jake in this situation, recognizing that he needs help, but it still doesn't forgive what Jess is doing. And your brother as well, asking you to forgive her. After what she's done, it's just, just blown away by how you can do this and then think everything's forgiven with a simple I'm sorry. The danger she could have put you in is just absolutely mad. But Candy Master says, no, no sympathy for the sister-in-law at all. I think you did and are doing the right thing. Would not budge in any way. What a reckless thing to do. She's lucky he just screamed and left. I was your brother, I'd be screaming at her too. Insane. ATV says, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I feel bad for you and your partner and also for Jake. As he is obviously struggling mentally to hold on. Jess, on the other hand, needs to be permanently cut off. What she is doing is putting not only you and your baby in immediate danger, but she's also putting Jake in danger of himself. She's purposely triggering his weaknesses, and I'm not sure if she thinks this is a game or not, but it's flat out evil of her. His family needs to know about her and her toxicity if they want to help Jake. Winter says, your sister-in-law is the mental one. He deserves to know. I couldn't keep it a secret from some person that's not part of your life and never will be again. Why on earth would this person deserve to know anything? What the fuck is wrong with her train of thought and rationality? Why does she even talk to him at all? She deserves to be cut off. She can't be trusted clearly and she's proven twice in a short period that she's an idiot. I'd cut her out too. She seems like an awful person. The Lady Musketeer says she made a mistake is not sufficient. Why does she think it was information he was owed? This caused him distressed and he caused you distress. There was literally no positive outcome. 
though, why did she do so? An apology isn't sufficient. You need the actual truth of why she did this. Does she believe you cheated? Does she think that you lied about Jake's illness? Is she one of those special snowflakes who doesn't believe in mental illness? Does she want to break you and Sam up? Does she just hate you? Keep no contact with her. Always. She's 100% unsafe for you, your baby, and your relationship. Tell your brother that you will only consider removing no contact with him if he can produce a genuine explanation for why his wife did what she did. None of this middle school, he was owed the information bullshit either. It makes no sense for an ex where the relationship is years in the past under normal circumstances. Never mind when said ex is an unstable schizophrenic with a fixation on you. Frankly, if you can, ask for exact copies of whatever messages went back and forth between her and Jake. I'm honestly wondering if she's been winding him up given how agitated Jake has been on contact. It may also be worth contacting Jake's family and advising them to block contact from her to him as she is the one feeding him information that is detrimental to his recovery. And one final comment from Strick who says, OP, what your family has to understand and what might also help you stick to your guns if you remind yourself of it is that it is not about forgiveness. It's about trust. That person has broken your trust not once, but twice, and she did not simply do something that you asked her not to do. She put you and your immediate family in danger because either she didn't care or because of a lack of judgment or both. Either way, you may forgive her or not, but that doesn't change the fact that you understandably see it as necessary to cut her out because you can't trust her on a fundamental level. I don't really see what else you could possibly do. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The OP's first update comes in and says, After I, 27 female, made the post, I was overwhelmed by the response from everyone. Thank you all for the amazing advice I received. It definitely put everything into perspective for me and made me take things more seriously. Decided I should post an update as I received a lot of messages asking what had happened. I received a lot of comments doubting the motives of Jess, 29 female, and unfortunately you guys were right. So I had my baby earlier than anticipated. I'm happy to announce that Sam, 30 male, and I now have a beautiful son. He's currently 10 weeks old and was born at 38 weeks. We're absolutely smitten with him and couldn't be happier. Not long after I made my original post, Sam and I moved into a new house. We'd been living in a one-bedroom apartment and decided we needed more space for our growing family. Part of our decision on our house was that it was further away from my brother and Jess. Our apartment had only been a five-minute drive from them and I felt uncomfortable knowing that Jake, 
27 male could potentially be visiting and we could run into him while walking the dog. I also didn't trust that Jess hadn't told him where we lived. Our new house is now a 45 minute drive away from them and I feel much safer. We didn't tell them the location of our new home. We'd been living in our new house for about a month with no issues. I heard from Jake's family that he was on an extended mental health hold at the hospital as his psychotic episode was not subsiding and he refused to take his medication. I also warned them about his relationship with Jess and they seemed to take it seriously. They would keep an eye on them and told the hospital that she was not to be allowed visitation with him. My family stopped pestering me to forgive Jess. My mom had a heart to heart with me and finally understood why I had to cut my brother out. I didn't hear anything from my brother. Apparently, my mum had stepped up and had a conversation with him about the severity of what Jess had done. It broke my heart to push my brother away as we had been so close. But after reading all of your comments, I knew I had to be responsible and keep my baby safe. Unfortunately, things didn't stay so calm. After a few months, I received a call from Jake. He had finally been released from the hospital and was embarrassed about his behavior at the baby shower. He told me that he knew the baby wasn't his. He cried and asked to speak with Sam. He wanted to personally apologize to him. Sam didn't want to talk to him. I told him I forgave him. I knew it wasn't his fault and that we should move on. I was also very firm with him and told him that under no circumstances would I let him around me or my baby. If he tried to contact us, I wouldn't hesitate to call the police. He accepted that and our conversation ended. About two weeks later, Jake showed up at Sam's workplace, demanding to speak with him. He had a short conversation where Jake broke down in tears and begged to be forgiven. From what Sam told me, he didn't seem too stable. In his apology, he said, I'm sorry for confronting you in public like that. I should have spoken to you privately. Clearly, you didn't know the baby isn't yours and you were humiliated in front of your friends. Paraphrasing here. Sam didn't want to provoke him, so said he accepted his apology and asked him to leave. Sam then called me to let me know what had happened. I was shattered. Obviously, Jess had told him where Sam worked. I called Jake's family to let them know what had happened. They told me the next day he hadn't come home and were extremely worried. He wasn't meant to be driving as his license had been suspended. He'd been caught speeding several times. He had taken his mum's car without her permission. A few days later, he was found by police in a building that was under construction, completely out of it and confused. He had driven 20 hours away from our town. He was taken to the local hospital and placed in their mental health ward. His family flew up to retrieve him. To this day, I still haven't heard any updates on Jake. I assume he is still in a mental health facility. His family always updates me when he is released. After all that, my brother called me and asked if he could meet up with me for lunch one day. He sounded upset on the phone, so I agreed. We met at McDonald's. Then he told me all the crazy stuff that had happened with Jess. Apparently, when Jake got out of the hospital following the baby shower incident, he had shown up at their house to see Jess. My brother was really worried because he could tell that Jake was in a manic episode. He kept an eye on Jake while he visited and noticed that he was being extremely touchy-feely with Jess, who started to seem flirty with him as well. It made him really uncomfortable, so he made an excuse about him and Jess needing to go to a friend's house. When Jake left, him and Jess had a massive fight. He confronted Jess about the flirty behavior and she was extremely defensive. She flat out denied that she'd been flirting or that Jake had been touching her at all. My brother decided to drop it. Not long after, we later realized this had happened on the same day that he had gone to Sam's workplace. Jake showed up at their house again, but this time Jess was at work. My brother works from home. Jake told him that 
he was in love with Jess, confessed that they had been sleeping together and showed him a bunch of text messages between the two of them to prove he wasn't making this up. Her brother asked him to leave. When Jess got home, he confronted her. At first, she tried to deny it but eventually confessed. She begged my brother to forgive her. She had realized after his outburst at the baby shower, she didn't love him. My brother was furious and told her to stay with her parents for a while. Ever since then, he hasn't heard from her. It's been months now and it looks like things are over between the two of them. My brother feels terrible about what Jess did to me. Although I want to let him back into my life fully, I still don't trust that he won't eventually get back together with Jess. The two of them haven't officially broken up and until that day comes, I won't be sharing my address or photos of our son with him. So far, my brother has met our son once at my parents' house. I still don't know why Jess decided to tell Jake about my pregnancy, but I'm so glad she isn't in our lives anymore. I haven't heard anything from her or Jake since. I'm constantly worried he could show up again. I've developed some strange OCD behaviors after it all, needing to check that all our doors are locked five times and touching all the windows in our house before I can go to sleep. Other than that, things have been peaceful so far and Sam and I have been able to enjoy our new life as parents. So around five months later, OP updates and says, I saw so many lovely comments on the original post made by another Redditor on my situation on Best of Redditor updates. Figured I may as well give an update as I received a lot of messages. So this is for anyone that may pass through and see this. Unfortunately, I don't have great news to share in this update. One good thing, my brother did officially break up with Jess. Our relationship is still strained after what happened, but we're able to talk and be civil now. Also, my life with Sam and our new baby has been amazing. Being a new parent is definitely hard, but I've been loving every second of it. I haven't gone back to work after my maternity leave. Thankfully, Sam makes enough that I can be a stay-at-home mom until I decide I want to go back. So, on to the news with Jake. I didn't hear anything from him or his family for a while. I heard not long after making my last post that he was on a longer-term mental health hold and then had radio silence. I took that to be a good thing. Not hearing from him usually meant he was doing better. About a month ago, I received a strange text from Jake at 2am. I didn't see it until the morning. The message made no sense. He was talking about seeing someone who came back from the future that he was being followed and needed to hide. He mentioned the movie director Christopher Nolan and how he had seen hidden messages in his movies and he was going to win a million dollars with numbers that were hidden in his movies. Honestly, I've received similar messages from him before, so I wasn't too put off by it. I took a screenshot of the message and sent it to his sister, so she knew he had contacted me. Then I kind of forgot about it. His sister didn't get back to me though, which I did find a bit strange. She normally messaged me back pretty quickly. Two days later, his sister called me. She was crying on the phone and asked me if I'd received any other contact from Jake that night. I told her no. She explained to me that Jake had passed away from suicide that night. Only hours after he sent me that message, he'd apparently sent the same message to about 20 people in his contact list. I don't know all of the details, but apparently that night, he'd managed to steal his mum's car again. She had been hiding her keys from him, but after ransacking the house, he had found them. He went on a drive around the city. No one really knows the details of what he was thinking, but he rammed into another car and pushed them off the road. They slammed into a tree. Thankfully, they weren't majorly injured. I later found out it was a young 17-year-old couple in a car. It was a hit and run. He apparently sped up behind them on a quiet road, hit them from the back and sped off. It was all caught on a dash camera. 
With the timeline we have, it seems about he sent his messages to everyone only 15 minutes after the accident. About three hours later, he'd passed away. I won't be sharing the details of that. His funeral happened and I decided not to go. With my complicated relationship with Jake, it just didn't feel right to me. One weird thing, Jess went to the funeral. I only know because she took a selfie crying at the funeral and posted it on Instagram with a caption preaching that we need to do more about mental health and supporting people. I was disgusted. It was incredibly hard to hear what had happened. I'm still processing it all. I feel guilty to admit this, but I also feel a sense of relief that my family doesn't need to be worried anymore. I do miss him though. I think I already grieved him when he changed in our relationship. It's hard to know he's physically gone. I can't even imagine what his family must be feeling. It's difficult for everyone involved. I'm so sad that it came to this. Obviously, we all hoped that he would make a recovery, that one day his psychosis and mania would just disappear completely. He was a good person. Just a person that was impacted by mental health problems. I wish there had been a better outcome to all of this. After it all, I, I still don't understand what the fuck is going through Jess's head in all this. She just sounds like an awful person. I know it's not the point, but who the fuck takes a selfie at a funeral? Holy shit. And OP's last paragraph hit really hard where finding out what happened, processing it and still feeling guilty and feeling guilty, but also having the sense of relief that their family, you know, is just that bit safer at the same time. Whilst missing him as well, someone that you loved. Whilst not wanting anything really to do with them anymore, but still wishing them a full recovery because... Like OB said, he was a good person. He just suffered from mental health issues. It's an absolute tragic ending. I totally understand what OP is saying at the same time. Schizophrenia is just an absolute heartbreaking mental illness, man. Ah. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just thank you so much for joining me today and getting involved in the stories. Much love to you and I will see you in the next one. Take care. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.